Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Who Knew in the Moment, the podcast. Uh, a quick announcement that's exciting. Uh, it has been growing like wildfire, and so we are now going to be releasing two episodes a week. There'll be one on Tuesdays and one on Friday. So today's episode, we have Yash Akpinar. Yash is from humble beginnings, but has continued to follow a positive mindset, and that's allowed him to have a successful podcast and grow his social media following, where he spreads joy daily to thousands of people. Tune in to Yash and how he's overcome obstacles. All right. Hello, everybody. Excited to be here with you again today. Uh, today, very honored. I have Yash Akpinar hailing all the way from Australia for our conversation today. So um, a little bit of a foreign blend into the podcast. So excited to have him here. Now, a little bit about him. Uh, and one of the reasons that I find his story fascinating is he's very focused on being motivational, inspirational, and helping people uh, discover their best selves. And so he has set out to make that his mission. He started a podcast called Behind the Motive, uh, where he interviews very successful people and very interesting people and really just dives deep into how they become successful and, you know, giving positive tips to people and allowing them to achieve their best goals. Secondly, uh, in the social media world that we live in today, he's had great growth in an Instagram page that hasn't been around all that long. I mean, a few years. Uh, but has had the opportunity to grow that to what 87,000 followers. And so, um, you know, continues to just spread positivity that way. And, you know, kind of last but not least, as, as you hear his story and as you get to talk about it, you realize that life is a lot about decisions. Uh, he doesn't make excuses. He says, hey, life could have taken me this way, but I made a choice and I was able to end up on a different route. So, gosh, extremely excited to have you here today, my man. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's a blast to be on this and I'm honored um, to be able to speak to you today, man. Absolutely. Well, good. So getting started, um, everyone comes from different backgrounds. And at the end of the day, you know, I know in your story, come from, um, you know, really a home with just your mom and, you know, growing up that way. Now, how did that really, I guess, you know, define you and allow you to want to seek out positivity? Yeah, great question, man. Um, like you said, you nailed it with uh, just me being with my mom. I'm an only child. Um, so we've traveled the world together. Uh, it's been amazing to be with my mom. I've never really had a father figure, a consistent father figure in my life. Um, and, and my father really left us even before I was born. I think I've seen him a handful of times, if I can even remember. Uh, so that diving deep and and exploring the layers within that it's taken me some time and it's speaking with people like yourself that allow me to dissect it within myself yeah you know, because i never take the opportunity to really explore that that and i've found out very recently actually that it actually plays a very big part in why i do what i do mm. my father was never there mm. so in any circumstance where i have a have a male to look up to. Yeah. I look up to them so much. I mimic what they do. I admire them. And it goes in reverse as well. Whenever I'm surrounded with young kids and all that type of stuff, I absolutely adore them. I, I be that older brother, that father figure yeah. to them because I never had that within myself. So I absolutely love inspiring and helping people. And one story I can share with you that I've yeah recently had, um, 
we were playing basketball at a local court, uh, like a big 5v5 game. I love basketball. Yes, as sir. You do as well. I yep. know you do as well. Um, and this uh, guy came up and he was my age and he had a little uh, younger brother. But I could tell he wasn't really giving him attention. He was just playing himself. And he was, the, other, the younger brother was shooting on the other side just by himself, you know. So I ran up to him. I, I, I introduced myself and I just rebounded the ball for him. Passed it back out, rebounded the ball back out. And I just kept on motivating him, you know, just yeah. like, because it meant so much to me. Because right. I really had that when I was growing up. And when I did, I knew how much it meant to me. So there's just, just this, like, it gets me emotional when I speak about it. Because just to see the, the expression on his face really gives me a purpose for what I do. You know, that's, yeah. that's what it means to me. I love it. I love that. Now, just thinking about, you know, being able to be motivational for, you know, younger folks, but also having role models in your life, you know, has there been someone up to this point that you've really, um, you know, have you, as you've progressed in your professional career, been able to kind of latch onto and have as a mentor and a role model for you? Yeah. Um, my mom's partner, he's been in our life for 10 years, okay. um, thankfully. Yeah. And like, I don't call him stepdad. I call him his name. Yeah. Uh, that's just what I do. Uh, but he's definitely been there for us 100% of the time. Um, he's taught me a lot of things. I used to be a very fussy eater and he's allowed me to eat different, like <laughs> just those little things, you know, Absolutely. Um, really mean a lot to me. Uh, and throughout my process and journey, man, on Instagram and everything, I've met some incredible people along the way, you know, yeah. uh, I could sit here and name so many people, but they've really allowed me to, to become my best self. Yeah. You know, they are the ones that I surround myself with. Like you mentioned at the intro, back then, when I first started along this journey, I disassociated myself from my current friend groups at that time yep. because I could see that that wasn't the right direction I wanted to go down. That was in high school, by the way. Yep. And as I'm sure you're aware, I attended the second worst school in the state statistically. Yep. So statistically, I'm not supposed to be here right now. You know, I'm not supposed to be speaking to you. I'm not supposed to be impacting people like I am. Yeah. So I want to be able to show people that if I can do it coming from where I came from and my backstory and everything like that, then anyone can do it. You know, I love that. And yeah, just being able to meet like-minded people like yourself along this journey has allowed me to become my best self. And I want to be able to pour that into others now. That's great. And I think, you know, you make a great point, you know, in the... 2020, 2021 era, you know, a mentor doesn't have to be someone that you physically can go have a coffee with, have lunch with, you know, there's so many opportunities in the social platform that allow us to, you know, have, have a mentor, um, you know, from a distance even. So that's awesome that you're taking advantage of that and now becoming one yourself. Yeah, man. Like just my podcast alone, you know, has allowed me to seek out mentorship for free. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Like I, I urge anyone to do that to that who wants to become better in a specific area. Right. You know, I love personal development. I love seeking out the purpose behind what other people do, which is why it's called behind your motive. Yeah. It's exactly what that is. And that's really the, the first question I ask my podcast and go straight deep, you know? Yeah. And that not only provides value to my audience is that it gives me an opportunity to learn it. Mm. And 
the more people I speak to, the more successful people around the world I speak to, the more I understand that success leaves clues. Yep. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You right. Know? You just have to join the dots. And yeah, it may be confusing at times, maybe overwhelming. And it has definitely been overwhelming for me. You know, this journey is tough. And that's not what a lot of people share, unfortunately. But it's, it's worth it when you have the right people around you that can guide you, that can motivate you, that can inspire you to become your best self. I love it. That's awesome. Now, there's a specific moment in school that ends up kind of lighting a little bit of a fire underneath you. So you're going into test day and the teacher tells you, hey, if you don't do well on this test, you're going to end up working at McDonald's uh, for the rest of your life. And that just didn't sit quite well with you. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what motivation came from that. Yeah, man. Um, that was around a year 11 or year 12 in high school. I cannot remember which one, but this was a person that we truly looked up to. Yeah. We admired this person. This guy was our coordinator. Like we, we were playing jokes with him and everything like that. You know, it was, it was a good time. But then when test day comes, he sits us down into the auditorium and says, if we don't do well in these upcoming exams, we'll be working at McDonald's for the rest of our life. And like that just gives me goosebumps when I say it because I know how much that is so inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Exams don't mean shit. Right. You know, and I was very fortunate enough that I understood that at an early age. Yep. I matured much earlier, thankfully, than a lot of my other friends. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had a new focus with Instagram. Throughout this time, I started reading all those books behind me. Yeah. And I started to associate myself with all these successful people. And I started to realize that I don't need to go to school. You know, right. I choose to go to school because I want to complete it. Mm-hmm. I want to do what's right, you know, yeah. experience it. And then throughout that time, I wasn't studying much, to be honest. He said that to me and I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You, know, you have yeah. your opinion. But yep. the thing that really impacted me was like I said at the start, there's a lot of people that looked up to this person. Mm-hmm. And if you are vulnerable and if you are weak and if you didn't know what your purpose was, then that they would listen to this person. Right, right. And that could truly shape and mold who they become in the future. Yep. That's how they could live their entire life because we're young, we're still absorbing all this information, you know, and something like that from such an impactful person can really leave a scar on your mind. Yeah. So when that happened, I, I didn't know any better. Like you, like the entire purpose of your podcast is, is that moment, right? At the yeah. time, you don't know what impact it can have. But when you really look back and in hindsight, you understand that, holy shit, that could have really paved the way for some people right. in, a wrong, in the wrong way. Yep. You know? Um, so, man, yeah, that was very impactful. And that's one of many reasons why I don't believe the education system is good in some ways. Yes, it works for some people. Yep. But in my personal experience, from me knowing who I am and knowing what I want to do that it just does not mold for what, who I am. Yeah. And we can get into that later on, but um, yeah, that's the, that's the story. I love it. That's great. 
So this becomes, you know, a little bit of motivation, right? I mean, hey, I maybe have a chip on my shoulder. Like I want to be able to prove people wrong and say, hey, you know, one test doesn't make or break. But there's also something else that happens. You run into a book and I want to make sure I quote it right. How come that idiot's rich and I'm not? And so tell me a little bit about how you come, how you come across the book and then what impact that book has on you. So, yeah, that book um, was, has been the best investment I've ever made. Before that book, I was like everyone else. I was a follower. Mm -hmm. I did not lead at all. I was very weak. I was vulnerable. I still am vulnerable, but I know who I am now. But back then, I was weak, you know, like I didn't yeah. know what I wanted to do. Um, I was following everyone else. I was drinking every single weekend. I was partying. And yeah, that's fun. You know, I, I, I enjoyed those times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in hindsight, it's not what I wanted to do in the future. Right. So when I was in that frame of mind, I came across this book, How Come That Idiot's Rich and I'm Not by Robert Sherman. I applaud everyone to go and buy that book no matter what you want to do you don't have to be an entrepreneur you don't have to be in business you don't have to whatever you whatever it is that you do because i was so young it broke it down in such a simplistic way that it unlocked my reality Mm, yeah it unlocked my reality of what's possible in life and that that was the key to the new direction in my life if it wasn't for that book, I wouldn't be here right now. And there's no chance. Of, there's no chance. That Wild. allowed me to see that the current system that I was in yeah. was not what I wanted to do, that I did not agree with it. And there was so much more in life that the schooling system did not teach me, that my parents did not teach me, that my pe- the people around me did not know. Yeah. You know? Yep. And unfortunately that's how a lot of people live their life. They just don't know that it's possible. Mm. They never get taught these tools when they're younger. They never get taught how to break away from the mold that's surrounding you and not conform to society. That's what the schooling, that's what I believe the schooling system enforces people to do is to conform, is to do what's expected of you, to listen to your parents, to listen to your teachers because they know all the answers, don't they? Right, right. You know, so yeah. this book really allowed me to seek a new alternative, and I could not stop sharing it yeah. with my best friends. But unfortunately, they didn't get it. Right. So you know, so that prompts me to the next thing I want to make sure I understand and like even get a little bit in your mindset. So it's easier to do something when other people are believing in what you're doing. But you know, as your story goes you were kind of the outlier once you decided to really, you know, actually explore, all right, Hey, I read this. Now I want to apply it to my life. So tell me a little bit about just, you know, your mindset and how, how you were able to just keep forging on, even though, you know, you're breaking away from the crowd and even, you know, distancing yourself from some of your, you know, very good friends at that time. Yeah. Um, one thing I realized was that a lot of people around me, the older people, the adults in my life, they weren't satisfied with their life. Yeah. They didn't enjoy their life, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's really sad because they didn't know any better either. Right. It's not on them. You know, it's how they were brought up. It's what they learned during school. 
it's the it's the principles they learn and to they and that's which what they applied to their life but i and i looked at that and i'm like is that where i want to be or do i want to be different right do i want to break out of that you know so Mm -hmm. being an outlier it's not fun (laughs) right right and and that's the that's the lesson that people need to need to see is that being an outlier is lonely yeah being an outlier is scary it's because you don't know what lies ahead right and that is scary but it's also exciting mm-hmm. you know with yeah. the traditional systems of getting a job and going through the ranks in corporate or whatever the hell you want to do there is a proven and and systematic approach that yep. just keeps on gradually going up as you get older or whatever it is you know as you get better, as you improve your skills, whatever it is, keeps on going up. But with what I did and what I'm currently doing, I still don't know what lies ahead. Yeah. You know, and I guess that's life. Yeah. But with something like I'm doing where I'm such, I'm so different to everyone else. I'm seeking different alternatives. Then it's, it's scary. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that's always interesting to me is, the people we look up to are not the people that have done it the way it's always been done, nor are they the people that do it the way that everyone else does it. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have reached the levels of success that they have. The people we look up to are the people that have done it their own way. And so, you know, it's just always interesting. No one wants to do anything outside of the box, but the people we all look up to have done things outside of the box to get to where they're at. So it's just this interesting paradox, right? Yeah. And see, not a lot of people understand that. Yeah. That's the thing. Not a lot of people understand that they are different as well. They're not conforming society, right. you know, yep. but it depends on who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not want to become the most successful people in the world, the person in the world or um, impact millions of lives or whatever it is. You may just want to live a mediocre life. That's totally fine. Yep. You know, each to themselves. That's all about understanding who you truly are. Right. Once you understand that, once you gain the clarity, and that's what I'm inspiring people with, with my content and what I do is to gain that understanding about yourself. I don't care if you become an entrepreneur. I don't care if you become a business owner, whatever it is, because those are my interests. Yeah. I don't care. Right. It's just really about having that deep rooted clarity and purpose. Because once you align that, once you understand that everything else moving forward falls into place you start to look at life differently. You start to see that opportunity and you're like, no, that doesn't really align with my values. I'm going to say no, you know? Okay. But this one does, I'll, I'll go down this way and and learn this, you know, because I understood it at an early age, Yep. but I never had clarity. Right. I never had a true mentor that could teach me that. And that's, that's okay great. because three years later, I'm t- I'm here today. Yeah, you know exactly right, man. But it's that process that I want to challenge. It's that belief that I want to challenge. And yeah. I'm going a bit off topic from what your question You're was. Good. But You're good. One one thing that consistently got told to me when I was a little kid and uh, in high school and everything like that was that it's okay to be lost. It's okay to not know what you want to do. Yeah. And 100% agree. But the, the belief that I want to challenge 
Is that why is that okay? Because some people, and this is the process that I believe happens with a lot of people in life. Yeah. They know what they want to do inside. Right. I believe every single person has a deep rooted purpose, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately a a light never gets shone upon it. Right. They never, they never take the opportunity to discover it. And that's because of many reasons. Well, right. I think one thing, you know, to even add to that is when you do want to do something that bucks the system, it, it, the people in your closest circle, typically what they want to do is they want to protect you, right? So the feedback they give you may not be to help you reach these audacious goals or these outside the box goals. It's to help make sure that you're protected. And at the end of the day, to your point, you have to take risks to get to, you know, newfound levels if if that's what your purpose is and that's what your dreams are, right? Yeah. And that's why I disassociated myself from those people. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I tried to disassociate myself from those people as much as I could. That's never going to completely escape your life. There's no chance about it. You're always... If, if you do get rid of all those people, you'll still have thoughts up here that are trying to control you, that are right. trying to make you comfortable. So the first step is ultimately discovering this, taking control mm-hmm. over this. Then it's about external. Yeah. You know, people yes. have it back to front sometimes. Right, right. External, then internal, but it's not that way. Yeah. People try to learn the skills, learn these different areas of life. But when they take a step back and they, they look at it and they're like, this doesn't even align with what I want to do. You know, right. what, what is it that I really want to do? Why? What's the why? What's the purpose? What's behind my motive? Yes. You know, yeah. then when people understand that, that's when they can go seek out skills. That's when they can associate themselves with different people. That's when they can do all these different things on the external. But if they never really look deep within and ask the necessary questions within themselves, then everything else is out of alignment. Yeah. It's that's not fun. Good. That's good. And to go back to what I was previously saying, what happens is when people don't internally justify things and, and understand things, they go through these loops and they seek out different alternatives, right? And that's okay. You're, yep. you're still learning. You're still trying to discover yeah. yourself. Right. But then some people don't see results and they don't see what, what they expected. Yep. And that goes into more loops of trying different things and trying new shiny object syndromes, right? What they call that. And then ultimately, unfortunately, what happens is that people conform. They say, no, this is too tough. I don't know how to pursue my dreams. It's not laid out for me. Yep. I'm just going to do what my parents told me to do. Yep. Maybe, maybe my teacher was right when he said that. I'll just do that. I'll just go work at Macca's. Yeah. What we call McDonald's. Over yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then they never get the opportunity again to explore that. Right. So I really believe that it all starts when you're young to be able to teach people, these young adults, success principles of what it really takes of what's been proven. Not just what I'm saying. This has been proven by many, many, many successful people, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Once you understand that, that's when you can take the necessary steps to pursue your dream. I love it. I love it. Now I, you, you planted that. It's as if I paid you to say that comment when you said it, I didn't, by the way, but (laughs) you you start, you started talking about, Hey, sometimes it gets really difficult. And for a lot of people, that's when they say, you know what, let me just go back to the conventional way of doing things. I know that'll at least get me this result. 
this is a, this is the perfect spot to start talking about you know your social media and and how that's grown for you nothing about social media is an overnight success right i mean there's no way to gain you know 87,000 followers in, in a day so talk to me a little bit about just what your game plan what your strategy was going into it and then talk to me about a couple of the pitfalls that happened along the way uh yeah good question man the first of all uh the beauty and also if you will call it the demon the first thing that pops in my mind that yeah better than better than good yeah of the way i did it three years ago was that i had no plan <laughs> yeah. i didn't have a plan i didn't know any better i was right. still young Mm-hmm. I just seeked out Instagram because it allowed me to have a new focus in mind instead of going out and partying every single weekend and screwing my life over. Love it. You know, Yeah. with that, that allowed me to just do it. Just do it and do it and do it. And the reason why I say that's sometimes bad is that I wish I did it differently when I'm looking back. Yep. But again, like you said, the whole purpose of this podcast of yours is it's the moment, you know, yep. go with it, flow with it keep doing it and that's where i see a lot of people get into what they call paralysis analysis yeah really just over analyzing over planning you know and we all go through it absolutely whenever i say something i'm meaning it from my personal experience (laughs) right right yeah i'm saying it from my personal experience i've been there i've had paralysis analysis but looking back now with instagram i really didn't i just uploaded i learned on the go Yep. I bought these little short courses, you know, and when I bought those short courses, I knew everything that was in there because I already did it. So it was a waste of money, first of all, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. But I just, I just did it, you know. I posted three times a day. I did my own hashtag research when there was no hashtag tools on the internet. Right. I literally went into each hashtag, searched up how far up that hashtag I ranked. I wrote it down on a piece of paper and I tracked it every single day. Wow. You know. Yeah. That was the process right. back then. Yeah. Back then, it was a lot easier with Instagram, first of all. Yeah. But now there's different platforms that have the same type of algorithms that you can learn. I, like, I was just on a clubhouse call, and what he said was that this, going back to my earlier point, there's so many people that make it seem like their life is perfect. But in all reality, you just haven't found out what they know. Right. You know? And that's all it is. And that goes directly with Instagram. With Instagram, it's just an algorithm that you have to learn, that you have to play with, yeah. you know, and just post con- post content, all these types of stuff, right? Yeah. And I eventually learned that at the start. I didn't, at the start, I didn't wait until my, my post was perfect and it looked aesthetically pleasing like it does now. If you scroll all the way down, it's shocking. <laughs> Well, I did scroll all the way down so I could find out when it started. But yeah, uh, you know, it still looked pretty good. Even the first ones look pretty good, sir. I think I deleted a lot of them. So don't forget about that. And I okay. All right. All right. Yeah, no, no so, he's a fraud. He's a fraud. Don't listen to him. No, I'm just kidding. That's I did good. archive a lot of them because that was back. I'll share a bit of that story. Yeah. I archived a lot of them because that was back when I didn't have this certainty about myself. Okay. Yeah. Know? That was when I was still going through the process of being vulnerable to being into a leader, mm-hmm. you know? So I looked at this and I was like, oh, this is shit. I don't want this. And I just had that, those limiting beliefs, you yeah. know, like everyone else does. Yep. Um, but like, 
if you don't do it, you'll never seek, you'll never learn how to properly do it. Yeah. Well, you, know, you just it, have to try. Yeah. Well, what I love what you're saying about that is it's exactly right. Um, you know, there's never a perfect time to start something. There's never a perfect, it, the product is never going to be perfect until it gets tested by people, right? You need to get feedback to see if what you're putting out there is actually good content. Um, I, I'm sure being as uh, into the social media game as you are, I'm sure you've listened to Gary V before. But, you know, one of the things that resonated most with me about um, uh, interview I heard with him is he says, the problem for most people is they get attached to the number of likes. And he goes, if you're producing content that's important to you, that matters to you, the number of likes is irrelevant, right? Yeah. And so I think, you know, that's a big thing about what you did, right? Hey, I'm going to post multiple times. Well, guess what? Not every single thing I post is going to resonate with every audience, right? There's mm -hmm. certain things that this group likes. There's certain things that this group likes, but guess what? It's, it's important to me. So I'm just going to share that with the world. And let me point something out. That's yeah. and good, good point for, by the way, um, Gary V is an incredible person that everyone needs to listen to. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that I've, uh, transition and, and still transitioning from is that I was one of those people that liked likes mm, that yeah. seeked out social, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. Likes and, and comments and all this type of stuff. That's why I was so stuck in my way about posting what I did. All I was doing posting was quotes, you know, yep. because it worked because it performed well. I was getting 2000, 3000 likes, you know, right. And I knew that. So I wanted more. I wanted more and more and more. But just last year, I started to not like it anymore. I didn't seek enjoyment out of it because it was the same shit over and over again. Right, right. And the, and the main reason behind it was that it wasn't, it wasn't aligned with me anymore. Yep. It wasn't providing the right amount of value to my audience that I wanted to provide, you know. Yeah. When I when I first started, I never put my face on Instagram. I yep. was hiding behind my brand. And in some cases, yes, that's totally fine. But last year I, I and even this year, I've realized that if I want to provide this impact to young adults, then I can't hide behind my brand anymore. That's great. If you can't ultimately put your face on social media, then you shouldn't be on social media. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's what I believe, you know. And it. just um probably two, three months ago, even four, I'm not too sure how long ago, I shifted my brand from posting quotes every single day to posting stuff about myself mm. and sharing me. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'll be completely honest with you. It didn't go well. Yeah. You know, it started a trend of losing followers mm. and less engagement. Yeah. And if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, again, what your perf what your podcast is all about, which is why I love it, is that at the time, it sucked. Right. You know, I was like, what the hell? Like, why? Yeah. Like, it was so annoying. I was losing all these followers. I was losing all this engagement, but I was posting what I wanted to post. Yep. I was posting what I like to post, what I found value in and what I thought and what I know will be valuable to others. I love that. So I kept on doing it, you yeah. know, and now I really don't give a crap about how many likes I get. Yeah. 
I just want to post whatever the hell I want to post because I enjoy it. I still post quotes now, but because I've transitioned, I've aligned myself with why it means so much now. Yeah. So it's more meaningful to me. That's huge. I love that. And that's the process, man. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. So if, to rewind a little bit, because I mean, we're kind of to present day, but we're rewind a little bit in the social media growth. Uh, you know, you talk about, hey, I got to a point where it stalled, but there was a really important connection that was made um, with, you know, someone that's an influencer in the social media game. So talk a little bit about how that came to be and, you know, what that ended up doing for, you know, your your brand and your image. Just quickly, what what uh, person are you talking about? <laughs> you tell us. You tell us. <laughs> There's so many people. Um, like, I'm not. I'm not too sure what the question is. Can you clarify the question? Yeah. So, just uh, there. There was a certain point where you had mentioned, hey, you know, kind of the social media, the growth had stalled a little bit, um, but there was a large influencer that ended up giving you a shout out. And that ended up oh, helping yes. the growth again. And so talk a little right. bit about, you know, how that shout out came to be and just how that, um, you know, ended up catalyst as a, for the brand. Yeah. Like a lot of what a lot of people don't realize about Instagram is that you need shout outs to grow. Right. You know, especially from people that are in your space. Yeah. So if you don't seek out relationships and you don't build these relationships with people, they're not going to shout you out. It's as right. simple as that you're going to count on the algorithm to grow your page. And most times that's not the right way to do it. You know, it's going to take a lot of time and that's okay if you're willing to give it that time, but a way to kind of accelerate that is to get shout outs from these people, you know, and they're not fake bots or anything like that. They're not that crap. I don't, I shy away from that. And I've been offered that so many times in my DMS from people in India and shit. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. But if you go and seek out positive people that are in your space, then it makes sense to get a shout out from them. You know, that's the way I grew my page. A lot of the time was shout out for shout out at the very start. That's what I was doing. I was seeking out other motivational pages and building relationships with them. And it's asking like, okay, our our content really aligns. Our our values really align. You want to do a post for post with each other? They're like, yeah, sure. You know, and that grew so much. That relationship awesome. grew. We kept on doing that. And that's how we grew. So whatever space you're in, build relationships. Build relationships with the people that are in your space, the leaders in your space. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't even have to ask for a shout out. Just because of the relationship you build, they will naturally shout out your page. Right. Because of how nice of a person you are and how kind and generous you are. You know, yeah. don't do things without the expect without an expectation in return oh that's amazing yes you know that is the most important thing because people can see right through how ungenuine you are if you do things in expectation of something else yeah you know if you do it at the kindness of your heart and you just do it and not care about what happens they'll see that people aren't stupid yes you know that's with anything you do if it's content, if it's real life, like whatever it is, they'll see that. Yeah. Well, and I think the big thing on that as well is when you're just doing it as a genuine person out of the goodness of your heart, you're, to your point, you're not expecting something, which means you're not going to get let down, right? Yes. Because it, it's not always going to go the exact way you planned for it to go if you have this expectation, right? If on the other hand, you're like, I'm just doing it because it's a good thing to do or because I want to help this person. 
then you're completely unattached from, you know, the, the reciprocation that could come from it. So exactly. And that goes back to what you've said previously about the likes and getting set yeah. on that. If you post content without any expectation, then you're fine. Yep. You know, who gives a shit who likes it? Right. Most of the time, there are people that are following you that are almost silent followers. Mm-hmm. They're like, just they're just, they're just looking, you know, they're just seeking it out. They're just seeing what you're doing and then they'll pounce kind of thing. That's happened to me so many times. Yeah. I've had people reach out to me and like, I haven't even seen them comment once or something. And they're like, oh my God, I love your content. I've been seeing your content for this long. And I'm like, what the hell? Where did you yes. come from? So, so I, I had this reiterated to me literally on New Year's Eve. I was out to dinner with a group of friends and uh, a friend's wife makes the comment. She goes, Phil, I love listening to your stuff. And I, I go, and, and I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, I don't think I've ever seen you like anything. You most certainly haven't commented on anything before. But to your point, just because someone doesn't like something or doesn't comment doesn't mean they're not taking something away from it. Mm-hmm. I love Definitely, that. Definitely, man. That's good. Especially with the content I release, you know, like it's yeah. it's short burst inspirational content. Yep. So I don't I don't expect likes now. It's not how it is. I just want to promote content that I like to promote and that I know can impact someone. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Absolutely. If you get the expectation out of it, that's all that matters. I love it. That's awesome. That that is gold right there. That's a good nugget for everybody. Now, you know, one thing that I want to, um, you know, kind of segue into, and you talked about, hey, I'm just very vulnerable. I'm transparent with people. You've mentioned, hey, there's three things that I have struggles with, and it's not necessarily all at the same time, but there are three things. And once again, I think all of us that are listening to this would agree at some point we have these. So one was consistency, one is productivity, and one is discipline. And there's probably some, you know, thread that ties all of those together, but Talk a little bit about that for you, because, you know, to your point, I had to post three times a day. So you obviously have discipline. You obviously have consistency. You're obviously productive, but we all have those off days. So how, when you're in an off day, do you, do you work through that? And how do you get back on the horse to keep, you know, staying motivated to work forward? Man, I'm human. (laughs) What? No. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And everyone goes through that. Right. But like I said at the start of the podcast, I think not enough people share the hardships, share the shit yep. that happens on a daily basis. And I, I recorded that video because I just was in one of those states for about two, three weeks. Yeah, I was just really undisciplined. I was really inconsistent. I was really unproductive. I did nothing. You know, I was almost getting up, turning the alarm off and then going back to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because... I was just in one of those states and it's really hard to get out of. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. But it's, it's the process in the grand scheme of things. It's just a blimp on the radar. You know, you, the, what I found was when I was in, when I was in those states, the more I spoke negatively about myself, yeah. the more I just dug the hole, right? The more deeper I went. Yeah. And the less likely I was to get out, you know, it was really tough and we all go through it. Like I said, I'm human, man. Like I I get unproductive. Sometimes I get inconsistent sometimes, but the, the one string that attaches all of it was probably positive thinking. Love it. Was actually saying it aloud. 
Mm-hmm. We get too caught up in our thoughts. I don't know how, like scientifically, I don't know how many thoughts we have in a day, like millions of thoughts probably. Yeah. So imagine your mind trying to sort through all that shit. It's like overwhelming as crap, right? Right. Which is why you think you're overwhelmed. Yep. But if you start to just think aloud, say it aloud. Say it out loud. Like, That's what am big. I doing? Yep. You know, what am I doing? What do I want to achieve? Why am I in this state? How can I get out? Question it. You know, question it. your thought. Take control of this thing up here that's trying to keep you comfortable, that's trying to keep you safe because that's how we're all wired. Every single one of us is wired that way, but only the most successful people take control of that. Of what I'm pointing at podcast yep. is the mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? that's right. That's the, right. The brain. So, I love it. man, we all go through ruts. We all go through hardships. And I want to be that voice online that shares that with people and be, becomes honest with people um, that it happens to me as well. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm very far from perfect. Yep. Uh, and yeah, man, it happens. I love it. Well, very good. So to, to wrap up our time, I have two very pointed questions that I want to ask you. Normally it's three, but you already gave us one of your favorite books of all time. So we're, we're going to stick with that one. How come? Yeah. How come? <laughs> How come that idiot's rich and I'm not? So that's going to be the answer to one of the three. So we'll end with the final two. So someone you and I both listen to, Ed Milet, um, he has a principle that, you know, for the last few years has just been something so profound to me. And it's this idea of, he says, blissful dissatisfaction. So it's that idea of some people will never reach the pinnacle of what they're intended to accomplish because they hit a plat or they hit their first goal and they just plateau. Then there's other people who are probably like us, where our goal is to just keep growing and aspiring to do more. And we never take time to look back at all the amazing things we've already accomplished because we're so busy on getting to the next goal. So for you, how do you balance that? How do you make sure that, hey, I I can be happy with the things I've already accomplished while not plateauing and still wanting to accomplish more? I've recently found out that I need to give myself a break. Mm. And I need to stop being so hard on myself. Yep. I'm someone that's very hard on myself. And I'm someone that always constantly wants to improve and become the best version. But sometimes you get, like you said, you get too sucked into that. Yep. And it's hard to get out sometimes of that, you know? So I just give myself the freedom to play basketball every once in a while, to yeah. go meet a mate every once in a while, to go eat out every once in a while and have those small memories. It doesn't always have to be this one large moment Mm-hmm. you know that yeah. you remember it's all those built up memories that that make it worthwhile make your make your time on this planet worthwhile kind of thing I love um, it. so i give myself the luxury to do that i give myself the freedom to do that because it's important no matter what lifestyle you live no matter what you work as always take time to just maybe even set a grateful journal yep I on the side it. of your on the side of your um bed you know and just write out at least one thing you're grateful for. And I'm, I'm sure it's, there's so many people that say that online, but it's so important because what happens, and this is what I was reading in Think and Grow Rich, is, um, which is another book that everyone needs to read. That's the Absolutely, yes. Uh, is that negative thoughts get an automatic pathway into your brain. There's no obstacles for it to go past. It's an automatic transit right up to the mind. Yeah. But positive, it's manual. 
positive thoughts you need to manually instill into your mind. So if you think about that, it's so much more difficult to instill positive than it is negative. Negative is always there. If you seek out the negative, you can reach it out from the sky, whatever it is. You can reach out and what's going on in the economy, the presidency over there where you live, whatever it is. There's always negative. But if you go seek out the positive, you need to manually put that in there. So going back to my earlier point about grateful journals, if you every single day, if you just think and write about something that you're grateful for, that will compound. And the power of compounding is that it grows. Right. The more you do it, the more you'll start to believe it. And that's about self-affirmations. That's about um, all those different laws that you can look into. But it's so vital for your success because that then leads into self-belief, which leads into accomplishing anything that you want to accomplish. That's good. You don't ultimately be grateful for what you want to be grateful for and you don't have that self-belief within you, then you won't achieve what you want to achieve. Um, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> That's perfect, man. That's perfect. Perfect. All right. Now the last question then is this, and I, I'm just always curious for people, um, within your inner circle. So your you know, closest friends, closest mentors, what is the one characteristic that really you want all of them to embody or that you look for in, you know, the close per- people in your circle? Positive positivity, positivity, love it. Positivity. That's it. If it's okay to think negative as yeah. well, like it's okay to have those times in your life where you're like, what the hell? Like it's just going down and shit. But like, if there's not enough positivity in my inner circle, then I'm changing my inner circle. Mm, that's because, good, man. Like, I don't want to deal with negativity. There's enough, like I said earlier, there's enough negativity out there anyway. Yep. I can just go pluck it out of the sky and I'll find it. You know, love it. We yep. need more positivity. I love and it. That's what it's all about. That's awesome. Well, very good, my man. Well, Yash, I appreciate the time. It was great to get to hear your story, hear a lot of those pivotal moments that ended up sending you and being a catalyst for the next direction. Um, you know, I look forward to us following up, doing this again in the future, but thank you again so much for the time. Thank you so much for having me on board, man. Um, it was a really a great pleasure to be on this podcast and to speak with you, man. I look forward to the next interaction. Sounds great. Wow. What a fascinating story, Yash. Appreciate you sharing with how you overcame people's judgments and their opinions of you to now having a successful opportunity to share joy and spread positivity with others across the world. Thanks so much, everybody, and wait, can't wait to talk to you next week.